What's up? Uh, I'm Houston, this is Thomas, and this is the second episode of Gridiron Elite. Today we'll be talking about possibly the best divisional round that we've ever seen in the history of playoffs. We all know what game that should be talked about first, but today we're gonna talk we're gonna go from from the worst game to the best one. So we're gonna start with Green Bay versus 49ers. The worst game of the week. Yes. It, I think it is the worst. I mean, Green Bay, what are we doing? This is your home field advantage. It's packed out. It's cold. This is how you win. But, I mean, they just couldn't get the job done. 0-4 against them in the playoffs. I mean, the run game should have been very good. I mean, it was very good for the 49ers. I mean, the Packers, not as much. Um, they did a lot of receiving with the Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. I mean... They were really force feeding the ball to Devontae the whole game, from what I saw. Yeah, he was getting double teamed too. And they, it was like they didn't trust none of their other receivers. Everyone had one. Only other, only two other receivers had a other, had a catch: Alan Lazard and Mercedes Mercedes Lewis. And Lewis and didn't even have a yard. And you don't want to see that. And Lazard only has six. Aaron Jones being the leading uh, receiver for that team. I think they should have tried to air the ball out more, knowing you got Devontae Adams being double teamed. You could have like sent Lazard on like a post route or something. But like you said, this is possibly Aaron Rodgers' last game with y'all. You don't y'all had to buy the 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 weather was in y'all's favor too. Like the 49ers, uh they played they play in San Francisco. It doesn't doesn't get cold up there. Uh they played the Cowboys last week in a dome stadium. Even still, it was like 60 degrees that day. And then they come here where it's snowing. And then you uh, you, you just let them walk all over y'all. And it's just, you don't want to see that. You hope Green Bay, come, you hope Aaron Rodgers comes back and Devontae Adams. But from what I saw, the way he walked off that field, he looked disappointed in... I don't. I think it's either Aaron Rodgers is done in overall, or he's just done with the Packers. Yeah, as you said, um, he did say he does not want to be part of a rebuild. Um, I think this is just ridiculous. I mean, the Packers defense did have some sacks and one interception, I believe, with Adrian Amos, but they kind of just got stepped on by George Kittle and Debo. I mean, Debo had 39 rushing yards and 44 receiving yards. Three receptions. What is going on? I mean, I don't know if you saw, but the the 49ers were practicing on a high school field for the whole week and to get ready for the weather. I heard a story saying they had Trey Lance try to imitate Aaron Rodgers, which is pretty kind of smart by Kyle Shanahan to get that defense ready for what Aaron Rodgers has in store for them. I think Kyle Shanahan is just one of the brightest minds offensively in the league. I think if you give him the right team, if you give him a good team, he'll do it. 
give him a quarterback other than Jimmy Garoppolo, who had not one touchdown in this game, but threw an interception when he dragged out a play that, was, that could have been an easy touchdown if he had made the read quicker. But I agree. I think going into this game, we knew that Jimmy was not going to be the guy. I don't. I don't. I don't think they make. I, they're not beating the Rams. I think you need a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo to be able to beat this this defense. I agree. Um, I like how the Rams are getting Odell involved and Cooper Cup also. So I don't know if this 49ers defense can do that. But props to them for winning this week. And yeah, props to the, Debo. The, a massive upset this week. Nobody saw this coming. We all thought it was going to be a, a – well, I thought it was going to be a Rams-Packers uh, championship game. So now it's going to be Rams – 49ers and as we know the 49ers beat the Rams to get to even be be in this position. I mean 49ers fans travel very well. If you looked at SoFi it was just a red seat. I mean red jerseys all over the place. It's only a forty minute drive to to SoFi Past the Bay, I mean I mean might not make it your home. Well, we see this I don't I don't think we're gonna see the same thing. I think we're gonna see a whole new Rams team. This Rams team seems fired up. For this, they're, they're looking like they want to go to the Super Bowl. And I think Matthew Stafford's going to do it. I think he's going to go to the, the first Super Bowl in his career. Shoot, he might even win it. Who knows? We're not going to speak too soon because not wishing on nobody, but somebody somebody could get hurt. But from what I'm looking at, I think this Rams team is fired up on, on oh, a whole other level. saw a video on Instagram. Odell was dancing in the locker room after the win. So you like to see a team uh, happy. They have momentum going into this week once again, even more than they did this week. So, but it's... All right. We're going to move on to our second game of the week, the Bengals versus the Titans. Going into this week, it was really a toss-up. I think the Bengals are one of the best 10-win teams we've ever like we've seen in a long time, Joe Burrow. And 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 they're yeah, they're a young team, young team. Joe Burrow, he did throw well except for that one pick. He never had a touchdown. And for a second, we have to give props to Joe Burrow. He threw an interception, but nine sacks and he's, nine sacks. And he man. still threw over two. He threw for three hundred and forty-eight yards. That's just ridiculous. With nine sacks, that shows the. The the mature the matureness he has as a young quarterback to be able to take nine sacks and still stand there and deliver the throws he delivers to Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, all of them. Uh, it's some of the sacks were kind of his fault, but most of the time it was just Jeffrey Simmons bullying the interior lineman, getting past him and getting to him. So it was it's nothing you can really do as a quarterback when you're. O-line is just poorly playing like that in a playoff game. Agreed. Um, this re- this is just a receiving game. I mean, Joe Burrow, the throws he makes in the pocket are just sometimes ridiculous. Even on the run, him. Precisely him. accurate. I mean, look at these yards. I mean, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, C.J. He, ev- he got everyone involved. Mixon, Boyd, and Samaje. Yeah, and in this game, I feel like he really had had got everyone involved. Last game, it was really uh, the Jamar the Jamar Chase though. And don't get me wrong, this game was kind of the same way, but still, he got he he got more receivers involved this game. T Higgins with ninety six seven receptions, 
CJ Uzama with 71 yards, Joe Mixon with some receptions, and Tyler Boyd, and like you said, Samaj P. Ryan, who had multiple targets. One of them uh, caused an interception late in the game, which almost almost put Titans in prime position to win, but the veteran play made by Mike Hilton on the screen pass to tip it up and catch it. Could have went for six, but uh, nonetheless, elite play by him. Great, great play. That's what you like to see out of a corner in late in the game like that. Agreed. I really think that this Bengals off uh, team is just better. I'm Ryan Tannehill. Some of the throws that he made were just ridiculous. Three interceptions is crazy. I think a lot of Titans fans would say at the end that um, what's his name? Uh, Eli Apple was tugging a little bit on that on that jersey that Logan Wilson got that pick to end it right there for the field goal. But I think that it's just poorly. Regardless, poor you shouldn't. By Ryan number one seed, you shouldn't be in this situation. You shouldn't. This should have been a no, no, not downplaying playing the Bengals offense, a good explosive young offense. But this game shouldn't have been as close as it was. Y'all shouldn't have lost first seed. Y'all got y'all got the bye. They and the Bengals were in a close game last week, so you expect them to be somewhat somewhat tired in this game. But you come in here, I guess they underestimated them. I think they tried to get Derrick Henry involved too early. Because he was playing with, I heard I heard he was playing with six screws in his foot. And then I don't, I don't think that's something you want to do with your, with your game-changing running back. And that's just, that's just something you don't want to do. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, obviously, this Bengals special teams had a big role in this win too. Evan McPherson, Big Mac. Four for four. Four for four with the game winning game winning field goal. I mean look he had thirteen out of these nineteen points and then also the kick returner, Chris Evans, three returns, eighty two yards, twenty seven point three. That's pretty good. Averaging twenty seven yards a, a return, that's that's what you like to see out of a out of a returner, putting you in elite field position enough Enough room for for your offense to have enough like enough room to work and not too long of a drive. But yeah, some of these drives, if you don't have a good kick returner, going to take you about ten minutes. And kick return, kick special teams in general, they they determine some of these games. And we saw it this week where all all games, every game when regulation ended, it was it was a, a field goal that ended the game. Uh, that's not. The the Bills versus Chiefs. We'll we'll get into that game later. We'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, Evan McPherson. You like to see that out of a rookie kicker? Rookie fifth rounder out of Florida. The, that might change the look on that people have on kickers because you know normally it's uh, uh it's a kicker. We'll see if he's there. Uh, draft him as a get an undrafted free agent or rookie kicker, but. Being drafted in the first round, do you see more teams take kickers in, in the draft with a pick? Because, you know, no, normally it's like you look at it, a fifth-round safety, that's not really – you don't really expect them to do much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you get a kicker, you can put them in right away. It could change the momentum of some of these games. You know, you never know. It very well could. Um, Maybe the Cowboys should look at a fifth-rounder. How about that? Uh some of these teams, like the Panthers and the Cowboys, just haven't had. The Panthers started off slow with their kicker play. Joey Sly missing kicks. 
Mm-hmm. But we won't get into that, though. We won't get yeah, into that. let's not. All right, we'll, we'll get into the Rams-Bucks game. Let's move on to that. Exciting game. Good game. Uh, Rams. Defense. Uh, I don't know. Up 27-3 at the half. Almost almost saw a comeback late late in the game. Really kind uh, of felt like Aaron Donald was the only one trying out there. Huh? Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller, yeah. Von Miller. Oh, yeah. I think he got yeah, a strip home. sack. Yeah. He got a strip sack late in the game. But uh defense can't can't let that happen. You you would have expected Jalen Ramsey to try kinda, you know, slice Mike Evans stats in half on what he had, but that one of one of the late plays in the game, oh, that yeah. that streak that, that they threw, you saw Jalen Ramsey trip and it was just like oh. you don't know who to who to blame that on, but kinda got burnt. And then they left Darius Williams on Mike Evans sometimes in the late Ooh. late late half of the game, and I don't, I don't think that was smart smart uh, adjustments by by the D coordinator and Sean McVay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this big three on the defensive line: uh, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, and Aaron Donald all got their own sacks. Only three, so all of them got one. Only three in the game. I think with that offensive line, especially with the third string right tackling. Because the second string got injured mid-game, you should really be exposing them. And nothing was really happening. They should have thought up the blitzes more, knowing that their whole line, Tristan Wirfs being out with an ankle injury. I think the person who was backing up Tristan Wirfs actually got injured, like you said. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think they could have had more sacks. Could have probably got some more pressure on uh, Tom Brady. The offense... The offense really carried this Rams team this game, even though late in the game, four turnovers, four turnovers in the entire game. You don't want to see that in a in a close game like this. You don't want to see four turnovers at all because that's just devastating. We saw how that almost turned out. I uh, think Cam Akers had two of those four fumbles. Uh, Cooper, Cooper Cup had one uh, late in the game. I can't remember the last one, but... Cooper Cup, man, uh, just can't even put it into words how spectacular of a player that he is. Super clutch. Undrafted, I think, coming into this. Undrafted. Second or, or third round at Eastern Washington. Or, or, or a late draft pick, but just a spectacular player. Most, uh, close to 200 yards on that game. We saw him. Catch that late pass in the game to put him put the the Rams in game winning in a game winning situation, and that was just it seemed like there was confusion on on that Rams defense the Bucks defense sorry late in the game it was I knew going into this week that that Bucks secondary was really going to struggle especially with Richard Sherman out and they were really really excited to get uh. That one cornerback, but he didn't do nothing. He was just getting burnt all game, tripping. Everybody was tripping this week. And Cam Akers, you asked me, how is he going to do? I mean, t- 20, you're averaging two yards a carry. 20, but the Rams' offensive line. Yeah. They, every they time he start every time he uh, touched the ball, yeah, no booth. He had a good game up until the second half. I agree. Um, but 
24 yard, 24 carries, 48 yards, and you're averaging two, two. yards a carry. That's that's, that's unacceptable. Win. But like at the same time, the old every time he touched the ball, he was met with with linemen. You got JPP, Vita uh, Vea, and Dominican Sue, Devin uh, White. Yeah, Levante David. Just everybody on stoppers. Everybody can can blitz on that team. You bring back, bring down Jordan White, uh, Jordan Whitehead. He can blitz. Antoine Winfield can blitz. Only having Sony Michelle with one carry is probably what hurt Cam Makers not getting much time to rest. I think we saw in the in in the uh, Rams versus Cardinals, they should have split the carries more. Oh yeah. We saw Sony Michelle. He played a pivotal role in that win against the Cardinals, but we didn't see that same same role this week. We saw Cam Akers. Uh, still, you know, coming off of Achilles injury, don't he probably ninety five percent? Don't think he's a hundred percent. But I think going into this championship game, you're going into the playing playing the Forty ers They beat you uh, last game at home of the week at home. But that was without Cam Akers. He only touched the ball a couple times that game. But I think this week you revert back to what you were doing against the Cardinals and just, just split the carries uh, and just try and, try and, try and uh, catch this 49ers defense off guard. Mm-hmm. But receiving-wise, it, it was a good game. Odell Beckham, six catches. It can, Odell Beckham has great hands. Just any, if it touches his hands, it's, it's, it's a catch. Might as well mark it down on the stat sheet. Uh, throw it to him at, at close to the sideline. It's a catch. He's just a fun player to watch. Very exciting. He brings energy to teams that that really need it. And I think that that was a good a good signing by the Rams. And they didn't have to they didn't have to lose anything because the Browns released him. So it was just like just a gimme. At the, gimme. It's just a gimme. So he had uh, six receptions, sixty nine yards, uh, averaging eleven and a half. But you like to you you like to see what, what what the receiving game was doing this game. Just really can't believe that uh, they left Cooper Cuff so much wide open. He had one play seventy yards previously. About to go in like I think the second quarter, and then at the end of the game, that long play up the middle, yeah, for the the game, pretty much the game winning the game winning catch, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Stafford had a. Magnificent game, uh, second career playoff win. Second right? career, pl- yep. Yeah, second career playoff win, all on the the Rams. He didn't get any with the Lions. Uh, three hundred and sixty six yards, two touchdowns, twenty eight for thirty eight, no interceptions. So that's a that's a good game. You don't want to see a quarterback throwing any interceptions this late in the in the season. So um, good game by the Rams. Bucks though almost came back. Late in the game, they held the Rams from scoring. Obviously, other than the the field goal, the Rams didn't score. They scored seven points in the third third quarter, and that was the last time they scored up until the uh, end of the game. And uh, that was a good good game by the uh, Bucks. But at the end of the day, it just it just wasn't enough. Tom Brady, uh, three hundred and twenty nine yards, thirty for fifty four, a touchdown and an interception. So. Um, as we've seen, though, Leonard Fournette on the Bucks team has really carried them in the playoffs these last few years. 
But I think you expected more of a bigger bigger game out of Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Only 51 yards, averaged two, uh, four yards a carry. But he had two touchdowns, which really helped this Bucks team. It's, it propelled this team to coming back and almost winning this game. Especially with without the running backs. I mean, he's and, the only uh, running back to get Ronald carries. Jones, uh, they released Le'Veon Bell to make room for Fournette prior yeah. to this game. Keyshawn Vaughn had no carries either. I think he was injured this game. Uh, uh, Giovanni Bernard was back. He had no receptions, though. No receptions, no rushes. From what we can see. Um, but it was it was an exciting game. Uh, second best game this week. Uh, is yeah, and you see uh, Gronkowski played a pivotal role in this in this game too. Four catches, eighty five yards. That's Brady's a uh, uh, safety valve cap. Been like that since the Patriot days, and um, I think Rob is the kind of tight end you want. Um, making uh, making getting yards after the catch, even with people on his back. Um, we see that with some tight ends today, but not that many. Uh, see it with George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, uh, Darren Waller, but you, you don't see those kind of tight ends no more. That'll just that'll take hits and just like like he does. Yards. Yeah. All right. A nice game, great game, but an even greater game ensued after that one. Right, let's move on to the Chiefs and the Bills. Best game of the week. Best game, best game of the year, best game in of my the year, opinion. Probably. First, first of all, can we give the Josh Allen? You could tell that whole game. He wanted it. He wanted it bad. Uh, three hundred. What is that? Three hundred through the air, four touchdowns. Uh, sixty. He had the most rushing yards on his team. Josh Allen wanted this game, folks. It was very, it was just heart heartbreaking loss. That shot where he's staring off into space, uh, it's it's something you, you hate to see when when one of your players uh puts their heart into this game, puts their he put his body on the line multiple times this game, and to still come out on to just it's just heartbreaking. Uh, Gabriel Davis, nobody expected him. Eight receptions, two hundred and one yards, and a record a record setting four touchdowns in a game, which is something no receiver, not even Jerry Rice has done in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean Gabriel Davis twenty twenty draft pick, fourth round, hundred twenty eighth overall. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Nobody really thought going into this game that he was gonna do that. You know, I think Chiefs uh, put all their focus into Stephon Diggs. They forgot about other people because Stephon Diggs was like the main focus of this offense. So you had Gabriel Davis getting in there. Uh, Cole Beasley got involved a little bit, Devin Singletary. But it was mainly the Josh Allen and Gabriel Davis show this entire game. Um, It was, once again, heartbreaking loss. They thought they had the Chiefs put away, but... Seems it just seems like thirteen seconds is still too much time for Patrick Mahomes in that elite Kansas defense. Um you think they would have not booted the ball to the back of the end zone at the end of the game. But at the end of the day, defense just you can't let you can't let a team get sixty yards essentially in eight seconds so, and then they got passed 
field goal range. So you, you, you don't want to see that happen. Um, I think defense could have played a better game. I mean, just a massive showing for Patrick Mahomes also. I mean, 69 rushing yards, 378 passing yards, three passing touchdowns. And like, so he had four total touchdowns. Look at Tyreek Hill, too. You know, um, like I said, Josh Allen wanted this game, but that doesn't discredit Patrick. Uh, he he wanted this game just as bad, um, considering he's been to three back-to-back Super Bowls. You don't want to go to three Super Bowls and then get eliminated in the divisional round at home. Uh, I think Arrowhead had something to do with that. Um, loud stadium. Uh, fired up fans, even though it was cold that game. Uh, uh, I mean, there's not much you can really say. It's just the Chiefs doing Chiefs things, and it's just... My pick was the Bills. I was kind of, I was kind of heartbroken the way they lost that game. How that game ended. Some would argue that overtime rules need to change. Uh, the college. Some might argue that it it should stay the same. But at the end of the day, defense, defense has to step up. Um, and in matchups in, in overtime were just all types of out of order. You put Matt Milano. A middle linebacker on on Travis Kelsey at the end of the game. Best tight end in the league. The best tight end in the league, essentially. Um, I don't. I don't think that was a really smart decision by Sean McDermott um, coming into this game. I don't. I don't really know. That this game really left me speechless watching this game. Um, it was a good game by both teams. Great. This is probably a matchup we'll see in. Uh, uh, time to come in the future. I think we'll see this matchup. This this won't be the last time the Bills meet the Chiefs in the playoffs. Uh, who knows? The Bills might come on, might come out on top sometimes. But um, the Bills, all the all they can do, uh, draft next seat, draft defense, try and do something in free agency, and come back. Come back next year even even stronger. Make this a, a learning experience. You got Josh Allen, uh, not necessarily once in a lifetime talent, but elite talent at that. Um, a quarterback that'll do anything for his team to to win a game, as we saw this this game. Agreed. Going into this game, people thought Bills were gonna shut down because they had the best defense. I mean, uh, we obviously saw the holes that they have with the. The run stopping. I mean, look at this. 24 from Jarek McKinnon. McCall Hartman had 31 rushing yards. Alaire had 60. Mahomes had 69. With Milano and Tremaine Edmonds, people really think that's one of the better linebacking duos in the league, but obviously they need to get some help in the free to see or the draft. You need to get some depth at that linebacker position so you can keep your, your starters uh, fresh for, the, for late game situations like this. But at the at the end of the game, you could tell the Bills' defense was just gassed, mm-hmm. and uh, they just like they just weren't weren't expecting the Chiefs to put up this much of a fight. Uh, over nine hundred yards this game, I think over a thousand total yards this game. Uh, we saw the Chiefs play this kind of game before with the Rams, but I think this game was better, knowing it was more more on the line this game. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just essentially no, not that much defense played. 
once again, this game started off slow, but pick, it, it picked up massively in the, in the second half. But I mean, going into this game, the Bills had not punted it in 11 quarters. But they punted it four times this game. We got to give props to that Kansas City defense. But we got to say, even though there was only two sacks allowed for Kansas City, the hole showed up again in that the playoffs in the offensive line. Mahomes was running for his life. I can't lie. Josh Allen was also. Josh Allen was dodging and weaving some of those sacks, and it was a. Uh, it was actually kind of fun to see, but. You don't want to see your quarterback under that kind of pressure in a in a playoff game. Uh, you saw you saw them uh, very very aggressive on third and fourth downs. Four four for four on fourth down. Six for four, fourteen on third down. So they weren't they weren't gonna go out without a without a fight. Um, I think the reason this game was so great is because we saw these teams play almost the perfect game. Three penalties, 15 yards on the Bills. One penalty, 10 yards for the Chiefs. And a lot of less stoppage. They were mainly, and it was mainly like, you know, um, uh, holding holding penalties. Uh, no interceptions thrown by either quarterback, which is it's actually baffling because both quarterbacks had over 300 yards, and that's three over 300 yards and no interceptions. That's just that's just. Elite quarterback play, you know. I mean, no turnovers this whole game. I no mean, turnovers. That's why it was so good. I think they're showing that as a team, you don't want a good enough quarterback. You want a quarterback. Um, you don't want a quarterback you can easily replace. You want a quarterback that's going to put up games like this when it matters the most. And I think this changes the look on how teams draft their quarterbacks now, not taking chances and getting a deadlock quarterback. I mean, obviously, I think these past few years, going into the draft, everybody wants the SEC quarterback. But obviously, you know that, that hasn't been working out recently. Yeah, uh, Texas Tech, uh, Texas Tech quarterback and Patrick Mahomes. They're in the Big Twelve, if I'm not Big mistaken. 12. Look at uh, Justin Herbert out Justin of the Pac twelve. Out Oregon. of the back twelve, Pac twelve, and then you got Josh Allen coming from Wyoming. Uh, it's, I think. I think the quarterback play is starting to get spread throughout the conferences. And uh think think SEC quarterbacks are a thing of the past and now it's just whoever the better quarterback is. We're seeing a lot less draft busts these days. Everybody's playing up to their potential, um playing a, a certain role on a on a team that they probably wouldn't play on a on another on another team. It's a fun week of playoffs though, man. I enjoyed watching every single playoff game. Each one had me on the edge of my seat. Um, every single one of these games came down to the wire. Three out of four ended on a game-winning field goal. This one ended on a game-winning touchdown. Think about that for a second. Perfect each, playoff. Each game, it was just special teams. Special teams showed out this week. Uh, we saw it in the Packers game where San Francisco kind of um, – Put the game to rest. They tied up the game with a block punt for a touchdown late in the game, and then held that Packers offense to no points for the rest of the game after that. So, this uh, it, it was a fun week of playoffs. Uh, we wonder what the NFC and AFC championships have in store. Uh, Rams versus Niners and Chiefs versus the Bengals. Bengals. 
We saw the Bengals play the Chiefs early in the uh, late in the season, regular season. Week seventeen, I believe. Week seventeen, yeah. They came back uh, in the in the second half, and they they went on to beat uh, beat the Chiefs. On the Evan McPherson game winning field goal. How about that? That's ironic. And apparently, uh, on the sideline before he kicked the game winning the game. Game winning field goal. Um, he uh, he called it right. Yeah, he called it. He was like, "Looks like we're going to the the uh, AFC Championship," and that's just the uh, that's the confidence you want to see out of a out of a rookie kicker at that. Um, um, he just went into that game with a whole bunch of confidence, and uh, he uh, he showed out four for four, like you said, thirteen of the nineteen points scored. It's, yeah, we're seeing a rematch between the Chiefs and the Bengals, with the Bengals coming out on top. That that final score was 34-31 in Week 17. Uh, we saw the elite uh, Joe Burrow to Jamar Jamar Chase connection, which is something we've been seeing all season, and uh, I think we're gonna see it see it again. If but Joe Burrow in this O line, uh, you got. Jerron Reed, if that's his name, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Chris Jones. Uh, the pat, the, just the the rush, the the pass rush, and the run defense by this Chiefs. I don't know if we're gonna see it on a whole nother level in this game, but um, I think we're gonna see a, another. Think I think this is gonna be the best game out of out of these two championship games. I agree. I'm ready for it. I'm ready, I'm ready to see what, what what's going to happen this game. Uh, see who's going to make the Super Bowl. What's your predictions? Prediction. I think it's going to be a... I'm going to have to go with the upset. It's going to be a, a rams uh, Bengals super Bowl. I think I'm going to go Rams-Chiefs. Rams-Chiefs. That's the, that's the common pick. Um, but I'm riding Joe Burrow all the way. Uh, Respect it. I just think he needs to know that the regular season and the playoffs are a whole different thing. Two, and this D line's gonna be specifically after him. specifically this Chiefs team, two different teams uh, in the in the regular season and the playoffs. Regular season we saw them slump a little bit, but in the, in the playoffs they don't they don't play around. Um, you really don't want to see Melvin Ingram and Chris Jones running at you. You really don't. Chris Jones being, being massive and then Melvin Ingram with the speed. You just don't want to. You don't want to see that. So this O line is gonna to have to step up big time, uh, especially interior. He's gonna to have to try and get the ball out quick. I think the key to winning this game, you can't sit in the pocket that long. You gotta try and get the ball out. Oh, and I forgot to mention, we saw uh, we saw Tyrant Matthew get exit the game early with a concussion. With a concussion, which is really why that game went the way it did uh, with the Bills. That. Uh, that safety position not there, middle of the field being pretty much exposed. Daniel Sorensen. We called that Antoine Thornhill come in there yeah. and think they were going to get burnt, and they definitely did. And we saw that. Uh, let Gabriel Davis put up 200 yards. And four times. Once again. But uh, I think this game, the secondary is going to have to step up. We saw last time they played, we saw Jamar Chase just have a – a game that you want to see out of out of your receiver. Over um, two hundred yards. Two hundred yards, eleven receptions, and three touchdowns. Really, really carried that team to a victory. Uh, 
Mm, Joe Burrow had a not even it's not even surprising at this point. Had another great game, four hundred and forty six yards, four touchdowns and no intercept no interceptions and only nine incompletions. I don't know if you remember he did go out on the last play of the game. Uh, yes, it was a kind of a scare. He was holding that knee a little bit and as we all know he uh he injured he uh that's he had his season cut short last year with an ACL injury. Mm-hmm. So it was Bengals fans were kind of holding their breath a little bit. They were. And in one play against the Titans, we, we thought he was holding his knee. I held my breath a little bit because it was just like, you don't want to see that. And, um, I think I think we have we, ha- we have the new era of quarterbacks like yeah. in front of us. God, this is going to be our – this is going to be the younger generation's uh, Peyton Manning – uh, uh, Tom Brady, uh, Drew, Brees. Drew Brees. This is our era of quarterbacks with quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously being a once in a one. That that's a just generational talent right there. Still can't believe um, the Bears drafted Mitchell Trubisky. Traded up to get over Mitchell Deshaun Trubisky Watson, over Deshaun Watson and Kansas City Chiefs, but this is. This is a good group, good era of quarterbacks. Um, it's going to be fun. I think the AFC has finally, uh, I think they're going to finally beat the NFC in a competition, finally. Because most of the time it's the NFC when it comes to competition. But this this new era of quarterbacks, it's just, and they're young too, all under 20, all under 30. I think the oldest is Joe Burrow in, out of that group, I think. Surprisingly. Yeah, I think Mahomes is 26. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow, he spent, what, four or five years in co- in college. I think so. so. He transferred from Ohio State. Yeah, he's older than some quarterbacks who's been in the league for three years now. He's, still, he's older than uh, Panthers quarterback uh, Sam Darnold. So, uh, <laughs> um, it's 25. 25, yeah. In his second year, he's 25, but I don't think... I don't think age is going to really slow him down later in his career. I don't think so. The way he plays just accurately, he really reminds me of Aaron Rodgers a little bit because he just so He, he plays with that, that swagger a little bit. He does. I like his swagger. But at the same time, he's very humble. And okay. as we see in some of these uh, post-game interviews, he's a very humble, humble young quarterback. So we're, we're ready to see what's in store for us this week, this weekend. Um, this concludes the second episode of Gridiron Elite. We'll see y'all next week once again to preview the Super Bowl and go over the games, the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship. So thank you for watching. And one announcement, uh, we are now on Spotify. So if you want to listen to us in the car or while you're on a run, you can. Just go to Spotify and look up Gridiron Elite. We should be there. So... Go do that in your spare time. Share this with friends, family, uh, on Facebook, on any any social media you want. So, once again, that that concludes that concludes this episode. I'm Houston. Uh, that's Thomas, and we'll see y'all next week. See ya.